Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. But I'll remember forever the shock of getting a text message uh, around the si- late, around the evening of the 6th of June this year. Uh, one that stopped me in my tracks. It just had four words. Teddy Mac is dead. And I was looking up Teddy Mac and he's younger than me, for pity's sake. Teddy Mac is dead. The great Teddy McCarthy passed away in June of this year. The first and the only and will fair to say will now be the only man to win hurling and football senior medals in the same year uh, as part of the famous Cork double winning, winning teams of 1990. And a, An event has been put together this Saturday in memory of, of Teddy we're down at Parky Cueve. I think this is a fantastic idea, and whoever came up with this deserves a medal. It's they're getting together on Saturday, December 9th, in memory of Teddy. Cork footballers and Cork hurlers will play me in Galway. They will recreate the double. I'm joined by one of the first people we spoke to the morning after the news broke about Teddy. Uh, his great friend, uh, Tomás Olcahy. Tomás, I, I remember talking to you at the time and you were broken by the news, uh, as were many others. Remember that, that, that text message that I got that night, Teddy Mac is dead. Like that, well, that stopped the clock for us in Cork this year, didn't it? Good morning, Tom. Morning, Tomás. Oh, he's on five. Sorry, guys, I go to Tomás in just a second. I don't know where I'm going. Here we go. Tomás, Yes, how that, are we doing? That stopped the clock for us, that it, text it sure message. Did. It sure did, and uh, when when I got the call from his brother uh, that night, um, I was on the hurling field, like Teddy would have been, I'm sure, down around Sars, yeah. watching a team training, or just taking in what was happening around your own club, and uh, yeah, it, it was a massive shock, and, and it still is, PJ, we still haven't got over it, right, you know, so... Um, and that's what Saturday is about, I suppose, and the big thing about Saturday is... Uh, a colleague of his ours, Barry Myers, um, came up with the concept that we need to do something. We need to we need to do something to remember this great man. And um, there's mention of a, of a statue. There is the Teddy McCarthy Memorial Fund set up. Um, but Saturday is about the games, mm-hmm. the, the passion that he had, the passion that he loved as a player, as a mentor, a guy in the stand, a guy in the terrace. And hopefully we can get a big crowd from the Cork public, the Cork GA public. Um, I'm sure they love Teddy to bits and what he achieved and what he did for Cork GA. And um, Barry's idea came to fruition in terms of he spoke to John Cleary, the Cork football manager. He spoke to Pat Ryan. And then between everybody, there was a meeting with Cork GA, Cork County Board. And I must say, they've been fantastic. Um, Cork GA have taken it on board, have taken it over, the running of this event. And uh, 
hopefully it's going to be a fantastic occasion and um, we're all looking forward to it. I don't imagine there was a single player had to be asked twice. No, and I mean, <laughs> I, I, need, I need to clarify here, PJ, because people outside maybe are looking at it won't be the 1990 teams are talking about. That in itself would be a Netflix documentary. No, geez, no, we'd be wearing the overcoats and probably waving to the crowd maybe at halftime of the game. Uh, that wouldn't be good viewing, PJ, uh, to be fair, right? So, um, it's the current squads and um, delighted um, when contact was made with Mead and Colm O'Rourke and contact was made with Galway and Henry Shefflin. Um, they obliged and what a fantastic occasion it can be right uh, 1990 is, is forever etched in the memory of many car people but to get the current squads down on the 9th of December it's not probably the best time of the year but it's the only date that was available in the calendar to get something like this organised because everybody goes into action very much in, yeah. uh, early in the new year So This is look, really I only think, the few downtime weeks that most guys have isn't it? It is, it is. Look, and I know teams are back in training and stuff like that as well themselves, but look, grateful to to the four managers for putting this together. And Cork GA, it's fantastic. And just asking the Cork public, we need bums on seats, we need people to come out and support, we need people to show their appreciation, and uh, it's 20 euro tickets, all kids are free. Yeah. The, the, the football is at three o'clock and the hurling is at five, and there are special trophies have been commissioned. Yeah, there's two two lovely glass uh, trophies have been commissioned and um, they will be presented to the winning captains by Teddy Sun, Cian McCarthy, um, which I'm sure will be a wonderful honour for Cian. He was a fantastic player himself. All the McCarthy family are going to be present on the day. Um, they're all the majority of the 1990 um, winning teams and panels and management will all also be present on the day as well. So I think we're going to give a massive party quiz experience on Saturday and, and hopefully a lot of people can join us. Yeah, he, he graced he graced that turf so many times. Let me bring in somebody else who, who knew him well, uh, played with him and was a dear friend, uh, the great Jimmy Barry Murphy. JBM, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, teacher. You're still reeling, I'd say, from getting a text message like that back in June. I am really. Uh, I know Tomas, obviously, Jim Cashman were his closest friends from the car teams. Um, but I knew Teddy very, very well, and uh, I suppose when I was finishing up my career, Teddy was starting. So my last All Ireland final was in 1986, and uh, Tomás remember well. He had a great game himself the same day, Tomás, and that was Teddy's first All Ireland final. So my last day in Croke Park coincided with uh, Teddy's first day. So he had many, many more great days with Cork, and um, as you were saying there with Tomás, 1990 was really incredible, and uh, that's as you said, that won't happen again because it can't be done again. But uh, the way the game has gone nowadays yeah. and it's a unique occasion and a great memory for us all yeah there was a lovely story told in the days after his passing of a clubhouse discussion down I think it might have been down in Sars and of course someone walked up and said how many All-Irelands has your man he has three and he has four and just <laughs> we've well, a fellow one two and two we'd expect that he was unique in, in every way in more ways than one that was certainly uh, you know it's extraordinary you look back at it that he achieved that and yeah. uh, people have great memories of him you know you've seen some of the iconic photographs of Teddy yeah. winning a ball in the air with footballers and uh, bursting with the hurlers but uh, that iconic foot photograph of the footballers really is extraordinary I think and it shows the athleticism of the man and uh, his, his great ability you know and car people are very very proud of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know we're, we're, we're so proud of our own anyway but when one of our own has got 
such an accolade, the, the first yeah. and, and even today the only, and I think we can all confidently say, will be the only man to ever do it. Yeah, well, that can't be done again the way the seasons are gone now. No, no, there's no dual players anymore playing with the, with the counties who have a realistic chance of winning the Hollard. And so, as you said, it's not going to happen again. And I suppose it's nice that we can remember Teddy as being the only one that did it and will ever do it. So yeah. that's a fantastic thing to be able to say as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're waiting to get a, a line there with, with, with Colm O'Rourke so we can maybe start the rivalry. Yes, indeed. Yeah, which is an interesting. It's an interesting uh, serendipity. I think that is the word they use for that. I'll just bring him in there on four when I have a chance. Colm, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Um, I'm just reminded. It's 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 serendipity. You played against him. In, in 1990, and now you will manage against uh, against Cork on, on, on Saturday. But talk to me about this man. He, he, he was and is and always will be an icon of our national games. Absolutely. I suppose I also had the privilege of playing with him in Australia when we went down there in 86. So uh, I had a long association, became quite friendly with him on that trip. And uh, I always regarded him as a sort of a free spirit who didn't uh, get too hung up on sort of uh, <laughs> rules, <laughs> regulations, or, uh, you know, training uh, regimes and anything like that. I think he, he did his own thing, and I think the game was all the better for it. And there's very few characters like that anymore. Yeah, there was, there was a... There was a few great stories told about that trip down under, actually, in the days after his his passing. And and what I noticed about them was, and Tomás and JBM will come in on this as well, I reckon, lads, the wilder the story that people told about Teddy on those trips, the more likely it was to be completely true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I recall uh, him saying to me, we weren't picked for the first test, or maybe the second test, I don't know which it was, anyway, and... Uh, uh, I was with Teddy, and Teddy says to me, uh, we'll go home. And I said, uh, what do you mean we'll go home? He says, there's no point in being here. We might as well go home. We're not <laughs> going to be playing. And I says, but uh, I think it was the first test, so we were only there about a week. And we were staying. I remember that trip lasted a month, the whole month of October. But I says, when you mean go home, we were at the training ground. I says, back to the hotel. No, he says, we'll go back to the hotel with the two of us, with our bags, we'll go to the airport. And he says, it's, it's pretty, that's slightly hasty, is it not? And he says, oh, he says, track it, he says, sure, if we're not going to be any value here, we'll go home. And I says, but sure, we have no flight, we have no nothing. And he says, should we go to the airport, we get a flight somewhere. And I said, somewhere. And he says, yeah, sure, we could go somewhere. So I said, um, maybe, I said, should we wait for a couple of days and see how things settle down here? You'd never know. And he says to me, uh, yeah, okay, we'll stay till tomorrow. So when tomorrow came, anyway, he had changed his mind and decided he'd stay for another few days. And then he got picked, so he hung in for the whole month then. But <laughs> it could have been the shortest trip to Australia ever, ever, I think. It would have lasted about three or four days. Oh, that was Teddy, got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, he settled down. Kevin Heffern was in charge, so I think Kevin had a... Uh, a woman to settle himself. Kevin Heffernan of the famous Heffernan's Army, was it? Yes. yes, uh, yes. <laughs> another character. Another character, yeah. C come back to the events ahead of us the weekend, Colm. You'll be managing the 
the Mead footballers at, at the weekend. There's also, lads, isn't there? There's a, a series of events running up to it. There's there's um, a, a Q&A session and there's a, there's a lunch for all the players. And it's just a, a big event just to commemorate this great man to us. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, look, there is. Yeah, there is. There is a bit of a, bit of a Q&A session and there is um, 1990, in fairness to Cork GA, have invited all the panel members and backroom team of 1990 and their partners and um, just to kind of maybe sit back and, and, and take in the day and maybe have a, a bit more of a chat and a bit more stories about Teddy, the great man himself, because um, like um, Jimmy mentioned Jim Cashman. Jim Cashman was, was an incredible friend of his as well and kind of has stayed in the background of this rise and maybe thrown me out in front and it isn't all about me, it's about all the players that he played with, you know, not just alone in 1980, 86, and, you know, he played, he 321 all Ireland. he was a dual minor winner, he 89 and 90 with Cork football, he 86 with Cork hurling, and also, I'm not so sure even PJ outside there, somebody has two RR medals in terms of the one code and two hurling on the other side, you know, yeah. so, like, it's just that we can sit back and relax and enjoy the day and, and, and his memory, and obviously, enjoy the games that we, that we put on as well because yeah. that's what Teddy would have loved it's about hurling a football him he went to every match every time he had a spare moment there was a match on you would always see Teddy there and look leading up to his death he was at I think four or five matches over that weekend um, I'd been in Torres with him on the Sunday he'd went to see Passage he went to, in Ballinlock he'd been to see another game on the Saturday and look if we, if we can if we can go and enjoy the occasion and remember the man and have a big crowd there that's the big thing for me is to get a big crowd there yeah. for a big crowd to support the, the current proper players and Cullum yeah. making the effort to bring his team down and Henry as well Tell me a bit about the Teddy McCarthy Memorial Fund Tomas because that's where the that's where the proceeds are going Yeah look and to be fair to Cork GA um, there is a very strong government governance committee in terms of um uh, the people that have actually put this together and um, the net proceeds that will come out of it will, 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 will be administered by the Treasurer of Cork GA and the Treasurer of SAS and the Treasurer of Denmire. 
And the memorial fund, right, people talk about a statue. It's, it's, yeah, we'd like to see a statue. And PJ, maybe you will need another day to have us on board to say where the monument or the statue is going to go. People might say it would be Sars or it could be outside Parky Creek, but that's for another day, and I'm sure his own family will, 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 have, will have the final say on this, you know. But I mean, the debt proceeds, yeah, is going to, to, to facilitate something like that. And if there is a surplus there, I'm sure Teddy's great passion for his own club size and Gamwell uh, and the recent damage done in the floods there and stuff yeah. like that as well. And, and he was vice chairman of SARS. He had a massive passion to get him more fields, to get him more playing facilities. Massive, massive population in Glamwire. They had one field, Buckleary's Cross, where they are doing a bit of training and stuff like that. But he was in negotiation with Cork County Council and Cork City Council for another parcel of land around the Glamwire year to get in training fields. Mm-hmm. And if something uh, surplus that is left can help in that, that vein in the end, everybody will be happy, you know. I'm thinking back immediately to the morning of the floods and and the way that they literally sacrificed their pitch and I thought how proud of them he would have been how devastated yeah. but how proud he would have been devastated because like I said it wasn't a day gone by once he got in there as vice chairman that he wasn't in Sarsfield you know and um, mm-hmm. in any capacity he put in a new sprinkler system there and stuff like that as well and um, was putting in an awful lot of time and effort and really really accepted back into Sars and uh his passion for it, and obviously he would have loved to be alive to see them win the county success uh, this year as well, you know. But that wasn't to be. But look, mm-hmm. Saturday, as I said, it's about the games. We can talk about other things down the road in terms of what happened. Indeed, um, indeed. I, I, I'm, I'm just getting a text message to win now. Is there any chance we could get the old lads to talk out even for ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say O'Neill's would have a job getting the, the sharks and Charlie's ready in time. I would think that would fit. You know, so I'd say to be you'd, a you'd need more ambulances than players. What's that, Colin? You'd need a fleet of ambulances being led to the, to the ho- uh, regional hospital. Listen, yeah, let's so hope we get one or two, maybe Tony O'Sullivan or like uh, like so Jim Cashman or Joe Fisher. We might get we might get them to tag out. Well, let's let's hope that we can get a, a a great crowd down there on Saturday to remember a great man, a man I didn't know well at all. I'd only ever meet him the odd time. I met him a few times in the company of my late great friend Frank O'Brien. Oh, and laughter was never far away in Teddy's <laughs> company. That's what I remember. That's, yeah, he was, he, that's was great, he was great fun. He was a very great sense of humour and he was never short of an opinion about hurling a football, PJ, but he, he was very, very honest and very straight and one thing about Teddy I'll always remember and uh, I'll always remember him dearly. You, you knew where you stood with him anyway. As if you gave an opinion about a player, he'd, he'd demand you to explain why you thought that, particularly yeah. if he didn't agree with you. Yeah. You know, so he was great company and he was a very, very decent person and, uh, you know, has reared a fantastic family with Una and uh, they're accredited of both. Mm. There's a there's a lovely little bit of merch has come out um, at the same time as this uh, event. Uh, my good pal Dave O'Connor at Suits.ie, who a number of years ago brought out the 1990 double shirt, uh, he has brought out, and I'm wearing one this morning. He claims it's the first one, but I'm sure that I'm sure Dave has <laughs> kept one for himself. It's the Teddy McCarthy commemorative 1990 shirt. And, and they're available now in, in all the branches of um, Suits.ie, Blackpool and Southlink Business Park. And uh, they have new, new outlets as well in, in, in Blackpool. So that's out there as well. Nice bit of merch for the weekend. Yeah, PJ, can I just say on that, in fairness to Dave O'Connor, right? I mean, he looked after all of us in terms of Cartier for so many years in terms of when 25th anniversary. 
he gave us all suits and he decked us out to, to, from top to bottom and uh, he was a great supporter of Cartier but he was also a great friend of Teddy he and um, it, that's absolutely fantastic I'm sure he talked Teddy out uh, on numerous occasions himself and Teddy would have bought a lot of stuff from Dave as well so look they, they have a great relationship they had a great relationship as well so thanks Dave as I said he, he swears I have the first one but I have a sneaky suspicion <laughs> he got the first one for himself because he'd always have to have one lads before <laughs> I let you go he, he told me he gave me the first one as well Dave. <laughs> did he yeah. Yeah, Dave <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing too yeah be, before I let you go the three of you Tomas McGuire Jimmy Bay Murphy and Colm O'Rourke it would be remiss of me not to ask you about the controversy of the week with regard to GAA go particularly in among Cork hurling supporters like Waterford, Clare, Limerick three great games all behind a paywall and Cork and Kerry in the football likely to be the same in the New Year's. Tomás, your thoughts? Um, it's very disappointing. Um, look, yeah, I was kind of, I heard my feelings PJ at the start of the year as well but can I know the GA is about um, obviously income and revenue streams and stuff like that but not on the back of our army folk and you know, a lot of people that won't be able to go to matches because of their age and the older generation, it's going to be very, very difficult for these guys to be hooking into um, GAO and they don't have a smart TV. And look, we've had that this, this conversation for so many, many times, but three games for Cork is, is just incredible. And I just hope the GA are not using it in terms of like the size of Cork and we're the largest, um, we're the second city, the largest county in terms of values of people. The first match in Waterford will probably have about 18,000 capacity. On a normal day, Cork will probably bring 25,000 people, 20,000, 25,000 to be to Munster Championship games. So a lot of people won't even get to the game. So they will no other, have no other option but to tune in and uh, pay for GA go, you know. So yeah. I, I think it's very disappointing. And I think it's we're going to hear a lot more about it. Um, it will probably die, die a bit now before Christmas. But when the new season begins, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of... Um, uproar uh, among Cox supporters about it. Same question to you, uh, JBM. The hurling, I mean, the, the Munster champion, the Munster, the Munster championship is kind of the, it's, it's where the best hurling is played and we won't be able to watch it. Well, I, I think there's too many, Cork in particular, uh, three hurling games for Cork and the Cork-Curry game, which probably will happen as well if Cork win their first home game. I think that's four games for Cork supporters to have to shell out for, to pay, to, to watch. I wouldn't be a fan of that at all. Cork and Limerick game in Parky Key is a huge draw. And I think just having four games, three or four games in the hurling group stage and one in the football is just too much and it's too expensive for Cork people. And I think they're targeting Cork because we've got a big following normally yeah. and it'd be, well, we're a big county anyway, let's be fair. So, but I just think that that's too many games for one county to be have on pay-per-view. Yeah. And, and lastly, Colm, your own thoughts on that? Well, in general, I have no, no objection to the idea of GEA Go and I think it's a great thing that uh, everybody can watch their own county in action. But it does appear in this case as, as if Cork are being used to ensure that there is a big return to GEA Go by ensuring uh, that their games are behind the paywall, knowing full well that they have very big support, particularly in hurling, and it's uh, going to be used to make money for the service. It does appear wrong that all the main Cork matches, both hurling and football, are going to be behind the paywall. The general principle is fine. It seems as if Cork are being picked on because of the fact that they have big support. But I suppose 
that's what the rebel county are about. They were being picked on for years. So, <laughs> and you only, you only really well have to say, is he is leaving only coming to Cork on Saturday, lads, isn't it? These fellas, yeah. The only difference was they picked on Mead in the eighties and bullied them around. So I suppose. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. The but, trash. But the, but the idea of of Cork. Uh, not having some of their games free to air is just absolutely plain wrong. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. The trash talking has started ahead of Saturday. Colm O'Rourke of Meath, Jimmy Barry Murphy and Twans McKay of Cork. Uh, if you're going there, if you've got a ticket, uh, go and enjoy in memory of a great man. Tickets are 20 quid, uh, 17 euro for students and old age, and they are available on the Cork GAA website. Under 16s are free. All proceeds to the Teddy McCarthy Memorial Fund. The match against Meath in football is at three, and the Galway Hurlers will follow at five o'clock. And there are special trophies that have been commissioned for the day for the members, for the winners of, of each game. And just to clarify, <laughs> not that I had suggested they would be, but it's the younger team. It's the teams of today are playing, not the teams of yesteryear. As Colm O'Rourke says, I, I, you know what? I don't believe him for a second. They're all fit, lad, fit lads. Colm O'Rourke said we would probably need more ambulances than we would players. Corks 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.